Hello, this is Fed965, that's F-E-D-965, and welcome to Baby Blue Viper. Um, hope everyone's having a fantastic Tuesday so far. Um, mine's not going too bad, I would say. Um, not too bad. Uh, walked the dog this morning in the in the woods again and um so first off um ran into this um uh this group of uh i think they were bird watching i'm pretty sure they were bird watching but what struck me uh the most was that they were wearing masks yes you heard that correctly they were wearing masks in the woods um whoa um yeah, it's a lot right there. It's a lot to take in. Um, don't even know where to start. Um, uh, I was not wearing a mask. Let me be clear about that. Uh, I do not wear a mask anymore um, because I am, first of all, I am vaccinated. Um, of course, uh, you know, I am a pro, um, you know, I'm pro-choice. So let's, let's just put it simply. Um, you know, if you want to get vaccinated, you get vaccinated. If you don't, you don't. Um, so I'm anti-mandate, um, you know, and so, but I don't want to dive in too deeply to this whole thing, but if, okay, I'm assuming, um, I would say with, of course, I, you don't want to assume as, um, as a, uh, the mother of a childhood friend always used to say, when you assume you make an ass of you and me. Um, and that is definitely correct. Absolutely. But um, so I'm not going to assume, I'm just going to take a guess that they were wearing masks in the woods. Most likely they were vaccinated. Okay. Because the type of person who wears a mask in the woods is <laughs> the type of person who's definitely going to be vaccinated and boosted. Um, so, okay, let's get that. So they're wearing masks and they're almost certainly vaccinated. Okay, well, I mean, what's going on here? Don't want to go in too deeply into this, but isn't the whole point of getting the vaccine so that you don't have to have a mask, especially outside in the woods? Um, now, you know, I'm probably going to have detractors. They're going to say, well, you know, that it increases or that it decreases the likelihood of catching it in general. And sure, I'm sure there is, you know, there is there's some, you know, data to back this up. I'm not going to go into it too deeply here, but are you going to live your whole life with a mask on? Is this what we're doing? Is this what's going on for some people? Or they are literally going to live their entire life. There's always risk in life, okay? Um, so it's not, there is always risk. You try to minimize the risk and you move on. But if you're, if you're trying to minimize why don't you just stay at home? Uh, why don't you just live in your in your uh, bathroom? And there, if you do that, you have minimized your risk. <laughs> okay? So just, why don't you put a mask on at the same time if you really want to? Just stay in the bathroom with a mask on. Your your risk is minimized. Is that, is that if that's what you're going for, do that. Um, but if not, then I just, it's very, things get very nebulous here. Where do you draw the line? Um, 
You know, is you're gonna be is it are you gonna be doing the same thing in ten years from now? Are you still gonna be in the woods with the mask on? You know, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to just to be, I don't know, I'm not I'm trying to be positive here, but I mean this is kind of absurd, is it not? Is it not? Um but um anyways, you know, I'm sure they were good people. I don't know. Um no idea because I just said hi and I kept walking that's because I you know I, I was I just I don't know what to say or think around people who are wearing masks in the woods that's just me personally and um, you know to each their own but um, that's where I uh, that's where I stand on that um, anyways other than that um, sorry if I'm getting a little running a little hot here but um, you know that was just uh, that was just a lot to take in. I'm still processing, if you can't tell. Um, but anyways, it was a great walk. It was it's a beautiful day out here, um, and uh, what what we saw we saw some um, saw some baby rabbits. That was cool. Um, there were some possums, and um, also saw also saw a vulture eating a uh, eating some roadkill. Um, yeah, no, just also something and. Um, yeah, it was beautiful, beautiful. And after that, we went to uh, we went to get um, some more food for the dog. Um, uh, we have a German Shepherd, uh, about two years old, I would say at this point. Um, and he's got a he's got a sensitive stomach, um, so he's got to eat this um, this. Uh, it's we. I don't want to plug the. Uh, the brand here but it is a uh, you know it's a it's food that's uh, formulated for uh for dogs with uh, sensitive stomachs and so we had to go pick some of that up um it's actually uh i think it's salmon i think it's salmon and uh salmon and rice mix or something like that um i don't know I'm not pretty sure it's salmon i know it's salmon i don't know if it's what it's mixed with but um it it works wonders um, you know, since we've uh, changed him to that diet, his uh, his stool consistency has been um, has been you know I would say ideal or very close to ideal. Um, so you know, I don't want to dive in too deeply here on the uh, on the stool consistency, but um, I would say it's uh, you know it, it it's it's pretty much ideal. Um, but, um, but yeah, so we did that and then, uh, you know, went and stopped at, uh, at Sonoka and, um, got some gas, gas prices, as I'm sure you are aware are uh, you know, out through the wazoo. Um, but, um, so that's why I don't fill up a, a full tank. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, there's different, uh, schools of thought on the idea of whether you should um, be filling up um, a full tank or not. Um, you know, there's also schools of thought on when you should fill up the tank. Now, there's some people who say that you should never run below a, a quarter tank. Uh, you should always have at least a quarter tank of gas. Okay, uh, here's, let me, let me be very clear. I do not uh, adhere to that. And I don't, you know, I don't, I don't even... No, no, just straight up no on that uh, school of thought. Um, they know there's people that say that you don't run below uh, a quarter uh, of gas because, you know, it gets uh, 
you that's where the all the the residue and the dirt accumulates um so that you're just running dirt or like dirty gas through the through the engine um but you know i mean i'm sure there's some kind of truth to that but you know i i don't adhere to that uh i pretty much try to uh, you know i'm i'm from the school of thought that you you run the uh you run the tank as close to e and you run it as close to e as you can that's that's where i fall on that and you know why because well you always want to it's like you're giving the motor a test you're always testing the motor um so you know that, that's where i fall on that you want to i try to go as close to e as i can you know for as long as i can and then once you know i feel that you know we're running on fumes yeah that's that's when i go to fill up when we're running on fumes okay and that's when you see what kind of motor you have that's when you know that you've got a good motor when you can run on fumes on a on a long-term basis that's a good motor um if not you don't really know right because you're always just taking it easy on it and that's what what's the what's that you know i don't agree with that at all and um that's just me though um so anyways i was uh running on fumes today so i went to uh fill up i went to sunoco i try to always go to sunoco unless obviously um you know it's worst case scenario i'm running on fumes no sunoco around you got to stop but uh i try to always go to sunoco i am a fan of sunoco always have been since uh you know, since uh, growing up in Ohio, that's uh, uh, Sunoco has been the place. Um, that's just where, you know, where we would go. Um, so I still maintain that tradition. Um, no matter where I am, I try to go to Sunoco. It is, uh, in my opinion, still the, uh, the place to go. Um, and I will just leave it at that, except I will also say that today I'm, i've been trying to shoot for a uh, 40 dollar uh um uh 40 dollar what's it called uh expense for uh, filling up the tank so i just go for you know how much can i fill up for 40 dollars that's what i that's what i do when i go to the when i go to sunoco i, I know i'm plugging sunoco hard right here but what can you do? Um, um, so when I go to fill her up, I, uh, I shoot for $40 and we just see where that lands. And um, obviously with uh, these gas prices, $40 is getting is getting me less and less gas. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. But uh, eh, what are you going to do? Um, so $40 today, I think it got me around, I think it was like 8 I think it was eight point something gallon, something like that. Might be wrong. I'm about to double check. I didn't get a receipt. Um, said no to the receipt, but um, I think it was something like that. Um, either way, forty dollars, and uh, you know, and we'll go from there. And why don't we? Why don't we dive right in? We haven't even. We haven't even jumped in yet. Um, let's see. Uh. 
diving in. Uh, price of Bitcoin today is thirty thousand and sixty-seven USD. Uh, block height is seven three six seven nine five. And going to the news, I'm uh, I'm almost uh, I'm excited. I'm scared. I'm uh, nervous. I don't know. I'm, don't know what we're gonna see today. This whole world is uh, is just there is madness everywhere, um, chaos, and uh, you know things are happening left and right. Speaking of things happening, um, when I went to uh, you know get the dog food, um, they were working on the. Um, there's a lot going on over there too. Uh, they were working on. I think it was uh, the on ramp. I think that's what was going on. Um, that's what um at least that's what the uh the uh the the lady at the at the pet store said she said that they were working on the on ramp i didn't check it out too closely but there was a lot of uh, construction and uh, things going on um but um but yeah so going back let's go to the news this is from nbc news uh, a grocery store a hair salon a church Recent recent shootings underscore feeling that no place is safe. Yeah, things are uh, heating up. Um, you know, I was hoping that things would cool down, but uh, whew, it doesn't seem to be the case. Um, this is from Time Magazine. Uh, Quotes, no such thing as a lone wolf. End quote. The online movement that spawned the Buffalo shooting. Yep, so I'm sure we're going to be hearing a lot more about this. Apparently, he had some kind of, I think it was like a manifesto. Um, I have not read it. I have not looked at it, but I have seen, see, here it is. Um, in the lengthy online, lengthy online manifesto being examined by authorities, he situated, uh, this would be Peyton, Peyton Gendron, 18, um, he situated his alleged crimes as part of a larger movement. Uh, part of the document is written in a conversational question and answer format. It includes sections with titles like, What do you encourage us to do? And, ex and exhaustively cites his many influences from others about how to take violent action to prevent white Americans from being replaced by Jews, immigrants, and people of color. Dozens of pages lay out a clear instruction manual for the next attacker to follow. Jesus. Um... Uh, quotes again, I think that live streaming this attack gives me some motivation in the way that I know that some people will be cheering for me. Jesus Christ. Uh, end quotes. The alleged gunman's manifesto states, after driving several hours to a grocery store chosen for the high percentage of black residents in his area, he donned a military-style helmet with a GoPro camera attached, which he used to broadcast the massacre for several minutes. Um, that's yeah, enough of that, but, um, you know, uh, I would just say without going in too deeply into this, but we got, we got psychos left and right right now. Um, Jesus, um, you know, uh, off the bat, I would think that this kid probably needs to get laid more. I'm just going to say that. Um, you know, or, or maybe, you know, to really even, even not getting laid more, he probably needs to get more blowjobs. Okay. I don't want to get explicit here. You know, this is a, you know, this is a, a general audience podcast, but, um, 
I would say that that's probably what um, Peyton needs instead of going off on all this stuff. He just, you know, why does he just go, go get himself a girl or a, a boy if that's what he's into and, um, you know, you know, take it easy because he's, uh, he's definitely, he went off the deep end and, um, you know, uh, hopefully we don't have more people like this that are going off the deep end um, left and right. Um, so I would just say is that, you know, people just need to get laid more. Okay. And I think that that would solve a lot of these issues. Because once you're, you know, once you get laid, you don't have these kind of thoughts. Uh, first of all, you don't have the energy. You don't have, because this guy drove, I think he drove like, like 200 miles or something to do this. So clearly, if you're getting laid all the time, you don't, you're not driving, let me tell you, you're not driving 200 miles to do this when you're getting laid, you know, five minutes away from your house. That's, that's just a fact. And um, so um, I'm sure we're going to hear a lot more of this, but that's, that's my take on that. Um, CNBC, Turkey is threatening to block Sweden, Finland from NATO. The quote, the stakes here are now massive, end quote. Uh, the stakes are definitely massive. Um, and um, yeah, this is all worrisome. Everything that's going on in Europe is extremely worrisome right now if you're paying attention. Um, it's uh, so more NATO membership. So first, what we got, we got Sweden and Finland want to uh, join, May, uh, join NATO, okay? Um, now, it makes sense, right, that they want to join NATO. You want to be part of the alliance when there is a war uh, breaking out, you know, nearby. Clearly, you want to be part of the, the NATO alliance. That makes sense. Um, the problem is, obviously, Russia is not going to take too kindly to this. Um, so we have what seems to be more escalation. Um, and, you know, no one's... It's it's just a very tricky situation to backtrack out of because, you know, you got clearly, you know, people are scared that are, you know, watching this in Europe. Um, you know, who wouldn't be? I'm scared all the way in the U.S. I don't want war to break out in Europe or it's really broken out. I don't want more war in Europe. And then, you know, the U.S. is going to get involved. There's no doubt about that. The U.S. is already involved because we're sending weapons and aid to Ukraine. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me be very clear about this. Ukraine is not part of NATO. Okay? The USA is allied with NATO. Okay? Um, so, I mean, that's, that's the whole thing here. Um, that why is... And NATO's is is putting aid into Ukraine. Why is NATO and the U.S. giving aid to a country that's not part of NATO? Is just my, it's what I'm trying to really come to grips with here. Um, now this is this gets tricky, um, but that's this is just where I'm at right now. I'm still mulling it over, but it's why are we? Um, and I say, when I say we, I'm saying the United States and NATO. Why are we um, helping the U Ukraine right now 
when the Ukraine is not a part of NATO. Now, unless um, we have a, a, a military alliance with uh, with NATO, but do we have I'm going to double check this before I, you know, do we does the USA have a military alliance with Ukraine? That's, you know, that's been that's been signed and. You know, um, I I don't I'm not seeing it. I'm just seeing military aid, but there's I don't think there's any kind of I might be wrong on this, but I don't think there's any kind of treaty that has ever been signed uh, uh, an ally like a, a like a, a legit certified treaty between the U.S. and Ukraine um, that you know obligates the the U.S. From helping Ukraine, uh, you know, in in wartime, I don't see anything like that. Um, now, U.S. military. Let's let me make sure that I'm not just speaking, you know, out of my rear end here. But okay, NATO. Now, now, now let's see this. So that we're gonna, we're being very clear here. Uh, NATO is the North Atlantic Alliance. It is an intergovernmental military alliance between 30 member states, 28 European states, the United States, and Canada. Boom. Okay. This is very clear right now. So we are part of NATO. This is, there's no doubt here. We have a military alliance with NATO. And NATO does not include the Ukraine. How clear can this be? So why are we giving military aid to the Ukraine? Does this make, does this make any sense to anyone? To me, it makes absolutely no sense. It makes less than no sense. And, um, you know, so I, I put the, I'm pointing fingers. I'm pointing fingers at whoever is voting for military aid to be sent to the Ukraine. I don't care. If they're a uh, Republican, Democrat, or Independent, why? I want to know why you're voting to send aid to a country that is not part of NATO and who, with whom we do not have a military alliance. Uh, simple as that. Um, it seems that people are gunning for war here is what it seems like. Okay, um, how else do you explain sending military aid to a country that is not part of your alliance and that is then at war with another country? Clearly, you know, you have you are investing in war right there. You're gunning for war um, instead of just sitting back and saying, well, here's the thing. They're not part of the alliance. What's the whole point of an alliance? The whole point of an alliance is that you help the member states. You're allied with the member states. Um, it's like, I don't know how, what is, I'm in shock. I'm in absolute shock of what's going on in the world right now. Um, it's, if it's just, uh, you know, politicians are just running, they're running the ship into the ground. That's what's happening here. Well, first they're running into war. And then it's going to the ground. Um, but um, so unless, you know, people start becoming more and more aware um, of what the, the politicians around the world are, uh, are doing, 
then this is just going to get real bad real quick. Um, and I've just, I don't want to spend too much more time on this, but, you know, uh, to me, I'm sorry. You know, it's not like I don't feel bad for the people in Ukraine that don't have anything at all to do with any of this. You know, they're just people living their lives. That's all. That no, they're just people living their lives. And obviously, I feel for them. We should all feel for that. But, you know, I, you have to draw the line. That's that. If you don't draw the line, then this is just is going to just spiral into chaos, madness and war. And then the, the and then everyone's going to be feeling for each other because we're all going to be in a world of, of pain and hurt. So that's that's just where I stand on this whole thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's we're obviously going to keep following this. And this is, you know, I know I have some uh, uh, quite a bit of listeners in Europe. So uh, I hope you um, you all are, are, are safe and sound. You guys are feeling the heat real close. Um, and, you know, from from what I've been reading, you're you're feeling a lot the same way you, that you don't understand of why the, the U.S. is sending so much aid to Ukraine um, and why your own politicians are sending so much aid to Ukraine, uh, because it feels like that um that everyone's gunning for war here um and and you know who's going to pay the price it's not the politicians let me tell you that it's not the politicians um so let's all just be very aware and um you know try to keep cool try to keep cool heads in all this but um but yeah let's uh Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, what do we got? Um, the news, the news. It's just so much madness. This is interesting. CBS News. Pentagon officials testify at first public UFO hearing in more than 50 years. Well, that's cool. Um, Washington. A House panel held the first public congressional hearing on unidentified flying objects in more than half a century on Tuesday, with top Pentagon officials detailing the U.S. military's efforts to identify hundreds of, quotes, unidentified aerial phenomena, end quote. So that's what we're calling them these days, huh? UAP, reported by pilots and service members. Okay, um, I haven't been following this too closely, but, I mean, psh, we all know that... There have been UFO sightings by the military um, for what since Roswell. Um, so uh, that's this comes as no surprise to anyone. The, um, you know, more and more videos are been released by uh, especially Navy pilots uh, flying over, uh, you know, flying over the ocean. There have been uh, different. Uh, you can actually look up the footage um, of you know different strange objects moving in um you know perpendicular moving in ways that uh that that are that seem to defy the the laws of physics as we know them especially the um the kind of maneuvers that are 
that can be done at least by conventional aircraft that that we know of. Um, and you know, I follow this a little bit, not too deeply, but um, I do know that these reports are of uh, aircraft or objects that go from you know straight down the ocean to straight back up, uh, left, right, side to side, and it's 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 definitely wild. It's definitely wild. Um, um, but I think it's awesome. Um, I hope to meet a UFO one day. I'm not, or to see a UFO, meet an alien. Um, you know, I've huge fan of the X-Files, huge fan. Um, X-Files is one of the greatest, uh, series ever created. Um, Agent, uh, Mulder, uh, Agent Scully, uh, amazing. Special agent, excuse me, special agents, um, and it's, I loved it. I remember I watched all of the, um, watched the entire series with my girlfriend at the time um, in college. And it was awesome. It's, I highly recommend, if you haven't seen the entire X-Files, do it. It's, you will not be disappointed. I, I might even start watching them again. That's how good they are. I think it's nine seasons. It's incredible. Um, and, um, they even made, I think two movies. The first one was very good. I'd have to rewatch the second one. Um, but, um, yeah, awesome. That's all I got to say. Awesome. So, uh, you know, without getting too deeply, there have been, um, yeah, UFO sightings throughout, you know, the human history. There have been objects in the sky, um, that have been by, uh, you know, name, given different names by different people at different times. Everything from, you know, uh, angels, demons, uh, uh, you know, chariots in the sky uh, to obviously flying saucers being one of the, you know, the one that I think most of us are more familiar with. And then the new one, because the new ones, here's the thing, the... Um, the new ones that we're seeing here on this footage and that, that I've been reading reports on is they're not flying saucers. Um, for the most uh, part, or they seem to be like Tic Tacs is what I'm, uh, what I'm reading, is that they're like Tic Tacs um, and they just, um, obviously, you know, big Tic Tacs. Um, but yeah, like a Tic Tac, so it's like a white cylinder and it, it just it goes up and down, side to side, and it can pretty much... And, and we're talking very fast. Um, and it just it, it can do whatever it wants in the sky and in the ocean. So obviously there are people who say that, you know, this is all, you know, it's a governmental, you know, you know stealth, stealth, uh, uh, you know, vehicles or I don't know what the, the name is, but you, you know what I'm talking about, that there it's highly classified um area 51 kind of stuff um need to know basis um but here's the thing you know and uh, then you got the people who think that they're uh, they're in cahoots that you know the the that the uh the defense industry is in cahoots with uh with the aliens well that's a whole different realm of thought um don't want to go in too deeply with that but, uh, you know, who am I to say, who am I to say if, if they are or they are not? Um, they very well could be in cahoots. Um, there have been 
strange, strange things going on for millennia. Um, so, you know, they're, for all we know, it's the lizard people. Um, but that's just one school of thought. Um, not necessarily one that I subscribe to, but I am aware of that school of thought. And I think you should be too. Because here's the thing that uh, I do believe is that just because you, um, you, one should always be aware of different schools of thought. It's what makes you more intelligent. It's what makes you more um, able to, to, um, to see and read between the lines. Okay, so you should never shy away from any school of thought. That is not to say that you, that you should immediately subscribe to that school of thought. No, definitely not. Okay, um, uh, but you should be aware that it exists and you should, you know, listen to it. And there is perhaps a grain of truth to it. Um, Christopher Hitchens, one of the, um, the uh, a great writer uh, and a great thinker, um, uh, he always, I remember he said that the freedom, freedom of speech is, is, is most important. Let's see if I can, if I can remember correctly how he put it, um, so bear with me, but okay. If freedom of speech is, is most important so that, that the audience, that everyone is able to listen to everyone's opinions. Okay. It is, it does not mean that those opinions are automatically true as it does not mean that those opinions are automatically false, but is that we have a right to hear them. It's not only that everyone has a right to speak. It's that you have a right to listen. Okay. Because that's when you can make up your own mind and that's when you can see what you really believe. Okay, so that's very important to remember here. Very important. Um, so just always keep an open mind. That's the most important lesson here. Always, and this is and this is this goes for me as it goes for you. Always keep an import or an open mind and just be aware. Okay. Um, and uh, let's move on. I don't know where do we how do we get into that? Oh yeah, UFOs. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on here. Sports Illustrated. Yeah, we need some sports. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, how concerned should we be about the five superstar shortstops who signed mega deals? How concerned should we be? I don't know what's going on. Uh, there seem to be all off to disappointing starts with their new teams. It's a time to panic. Uh, first of all, it is almost, it's never time to panic. That's just straight off the bat. Okay. Never panic. Um, so that's all we're going to get from that one. Um, and other news, um, let's get some soccer in here. Um, I'm a big soccer fan. Uh, I played a lot of soccer, so, you know, big fan. Um, so let's go to let's, let's talk about Real Madrid here, one of my favorite teams, my favorite team to be precise. Uh, Real Madrid 
uh, as it's we're getting very close to signing uh, Mbappe. Uh, it's gonna be a big, costly endeavor. But uh, Mbappe is uh, he's phenomenal. He's the the French striker currently playing for uh, PSG, um, and uh, it looks like. He hasn't, um, you know, signed on the dotted line yet, but just read a report that uh, that a friend sent me that um, that it seems that PSG is giving up on being able to uh, to convince Mbappe to stay. Um, this is surprising for a few reasons. First of all, PSG has been dishing out the money left and right um, uh, as they signed. Mbappe, they've got Messi, um, and they've got the uh, Brazilian superstar. What's his name? It is, uh, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, uh, what's his name? Brazilian superstar, PSG. Uh, Neymar. Yeah, Neymar. Um, so those three guys alone, I think it's... 200 million, 300 million, I don't even know. It's some absurd number, or uh, 400 million. Um, so th they've been just dishing out money. Um, but it seems that the fact, the problem is they're not, they're not winning the Champions League. And let me tell you why. It's because they're running into us. They're running into Real Madrid. And, you know, the thing about Real Madrid is that, you know, we're just... Oh, uh, we got we got thirteen champions uh, league cups here. We're going for the fourteenth here. We're playing Liverpool in the final of the uh, Champions League coming up real quick here. Um, it's gonna be great. Um, we're gonna win. Um, and so the thing is that I think that they are just in dismay. They don't know what to to do. Uh, they're not winning. Um, so PSG needs to have a hard look at itself. You can't just pay your way out of this mess. Okay? And Because Mbappe, I mean, you're paying him how much? And he doesn't even want to stay. Okay? You know why? Because he wants to win. That's why. He's a winner. Um, so he's like, I'm out of here. Um, and Real Madrid, you know, we'll take him. We'll teach him how to win. Okay? That's what we do, uh, because how many we got? Thirteen cups going to four, fourteen. That's the most uh, Champions League cups of any team. It's not even close. It's not even close. Um, so it's just I don't want to you know boast too much about Real Madrid here, but um, uh, you know, uh, so we're, we'll put him in there. We'll, we'll find a way to fit him into the system. We got Benzema up there, the uh, just the absolute stud. You know, one of the probably the greatest uh, number nine right now, easily. Uh, I put him above the Polish star Lewandowski, even though Lewandowski is a phenomenal striker. But uh, I put Benzema above right now. He is in top form. He is just. Just, you know, just amazing. It's amazing to watch right now what Benzema is doing. It's, uh, if you haven't seen him right now, this is a perfect time to watch. Benzema right now is just in peak condition. Uh, and he will uh, bring the 14th Cup home against Liverpool. Uh, and it's going to happen. And Benzema will probably have a hat trick. 
if not more. Um, but anyways, we're going to get M Mbappe in there. Um, ben Semba's getting, you know, he's in peak form right now, but he is getting a little bit, you know, uh, worse for wear. He's getting a little older. Um, don't know how much longer he can maintain this this form. Um, so we need to have somebody in reserve, a young a young striker uh, and with a boatloads of talent. Uh, there's no doubt. So we're going to get Mbappe in there. And, you know, this is what you're going to have. And you got Vinny. You got Vinicius Jr. on the left there. Probably the idea, I, I think, would be have Vinicius Jr. on the left. And then you got... I, I'd keep Benzema for as long as he can go. You keep Benzema right up top. And then you you put in Mbappe in the right, even though we have Valverde, Fede Valverde on the right. And you keep... What, what you do is you just have them compete against each other for the spot, okay? You, you, you let them see who's the best, who's top dog. And you give top dog the start. And then they're always going to be gunning to see who's top dog. And that's what gets them, it keeps them three, it keeps the three strikers in top form, all right? Because they're each gunning for the job. That's what you got to do. You got to, uh, you got to always have them working for that job, okay? Because none of these guys, these guys are total studs and they don't want to be on the sidelines, okay? That's not, they are not built for that uh, and they shouldn't be. You don't want a striker who doesn't always want to be striking, okay? That's just, if you, when if you got that, you got a problem. Again, that's what happens. You know, I don't want to get in too deeply about Gareth Bale. But the thing about Gareth is obviously boatloads of talent. Boatloads, there's no doubt about that. Uh, but the problem with Gareth is you can never tell if he actually wants it. He, he doesn't have that killer instinct. He doesn't have that, you know, to get up and go. Um, and that, so Gareth is just like, yeah, paid a lot of money for Gareth and he's good. I mean, you put him in there, he's gonna, I mean, he's got, he's got the talent. There's no doubt about it, but you know, you need people that are constantly full attack. That's what we like. Full attack. Okay. Let me be very clear. Full attack. If you, you know, the whole thing, here's that whole thing about, you know, defense winning championships. Okay, maybe. But here's the thing. No. If you have more offense, you just don't have enough offense. Okay? So defense only wins championships if the opposition didn't have enough offense. Okay? This is full attack. Real Madrid is full attack all the time. All the time. Defense, yeah, you want to have a good back line, obviously. Obviously. You want to have, and we have a good back line. We've got a great stopper. And you know, we've got Courtois, the Belgian, the Belgian wall, phenomenal, phenomenal, one of the best goalies uh, of his generation. Um, but you know, we like full attack all the time. All right, so that's why we're gonna have these strikers paying a lot of money for all of them, and they're gonna be all competing against each other to see who gets to start. Okay, and if not, you're on the sidelines. And all the cameras see you on the sidelines, and it's shameful that you're on the sidelines. Okay, so that's what you do. That's the system. Full attack all the time. Um, so yeah, so that's enough about Mbappe, the uh, the French superstar that should be 
Um, so the, the the reason I heard the report, the, I read the reports that the reason that he hadn't committed to uh, to Real Madrid yet was that so Real Madrid since uh, two thousand since um, Florentino Perez uh, took over the presidency of the club, um, he's he uh, he did a brilliant move, brilliant move, and you know it's paid off in a. Most importantly, it's paid off in championships, uh, but um, it's also paid off uh, financially for the club, which then translates to more championships if you do things correctly, like he has. Um, and the thing is that he's done is that ever since 2000, 50% um, of all royalties from a player's image automatically goes to the club uh to the club. Um, so Mbappe has been, um, this is what the reports have uh, been saying that he's, him and his team, they've been wary about signings because that's a lot of money that goes directly to the club. He's a big name. This guy sells out merchandise, sells out uh, seats. And so uh, he's got obviously the commercials, TV rights, all of this. And instead of him pocketing all of that money, no, 50% of all of that, if he signs with Real Madrid, goes to Real Madrid. And that's why he's been uh, been very uh, hesitant, it seems, to, do, to sign on the dotted line. But here's the thing. That's just the way the system is set up. That system works. It's been working wonders since uh, Florentino Perez has taken over. So... Um, you know, it's sorry. That's just what it is. So you gotta, you, you're either, you're either signing with the best or you're with the rest. Okay. Um, and it seems like he's going to sign because he, he's not an idiot. He's a winner. Um, but yeah, so that's Mbappe. Um, let's move on here. We got, um, all right, I'm just going to go into the objectives for the day here. Um, um, got to get some exercise in um yeah i don't know if you can tell i got a lot of energy today um so i gotta get some exercise in i'm gonna meditate at some point here um gonna check on the the pool motor again i think it's running correctly but i just want to double check it make sure the that the psis are you know around 13 to 14 uh, pounds per square inch. That's the ideal range that I am uh, maintaining here. Um, other than that, I'm going to be, you know, of course, working some more on my craft. Um, and um, I'm also going to be, uh, I'm going to be moving some plants as well. Um, I think some plants need to be moved to the sunroom here. There is, you know, one plant in particular that I am afraid is not getting enough light. So I'm going to be moving that to the sunroom so that it can get an adequate amount of light. Um, I recommend that you, uh, you check up on any plants of yours as well to ensure that they are getting the adequate amount of light, uh, not to mention, of course, water. Um, you should also, um, you know, give a look to the soil and make sure that it is, uh, you know, that is 
that it is the appropriate um, and as close to ideal texture as you can uh, as you can get. Um, moving on, so um, I know we talked about this yesterday. The um, this idea of uh, you know sustainable change for the good. Um, we're gonna we're gonna keep going with this. Um, just a little bit longer. Um, you know, I know we've, we've incorporated, um, we've incorporated this idea of, uh, of momentum, pace, the ideas of faith, uh, the idea of enjoying yourself. And we're going to keep going with all of those ideas right there. Keep those ideas going. Once again, that's faith, uh, enjoyment, um, pace, momentum. Okay, these are all things that we want to incorporate in order to have uh, this idea of sustainable change for the good. Okay, sustainable change for the good. So we're going for here. Um, and then let's also, let's get, why don't we get a, why don't we talk about a little bit about math? Let's get, let's talk about math. Um, just a little bit, you know, nothing too, nothing too heavy. Just a little math. Um, we're going to talk about um, the idea of rate. Talk about rate. Um, so in its, we're going to boil it down to its simplest forms. Rate. Rise over run. Okay? Rise over run. Slope. We're talking about slope. We're talking about delta. We're talking about change. Um, rise over run and of course as i am sure you are aware um, if not then this is, will be a you know a very basic introduction um so there's there's different kinds of um of 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 rate there's there's different you have your linear you have a linear rate as you can have exponential rate okay um and you can even have cubic rates and it can go on and on um you know these are there that's that's when we start getting into so we're going to keep it very simple here but it is all these are all ways to model uh rates and okay and what is rate very simple rise over run on a graph okay Think of your y-axis, think of your x-axis, okay? It's y-axis over x-axis. That's rise over run, okay? So that means, okay, that means very simply, let's, if you go, if you go up vertically two feet, okay, and you move horizontally one foot, your rise is two feet, your run is one foot, rise over one is two divided by one. The slope right there is two. And that is an example of linear, that's a linear growth right there, okay? Linear growth is x to the first, to the first power, okay? Um, now that's one type of growth. And without getting into things too deeply, but we'll we'll just do this one. That'll be it. We'll be we just did we did linear, and now we're gonna do we're gonna do quadratic, parabolic, okay? So that's that's when we're, we're vertical. We're, we're we're doing vertical here. Uh, so vertical, 
right? We're, we went up, we went up four. We went up four and we moved horizontally two, okay? And that, that's, that's rise over run uh, quadratically, okay? That's, I don't know, things are getting, things are getting intense, but that, that isn't a, a, an example of a, of a quadratic growth, okay? And you, as you can see, that's exponential, that's exponential growth, and exponential growth is much, much faster. You grow much faster than linear growth, okay? And this is more apparent this isn't as apparent, that, that might not have been the best example because it's a very tiny uh, change. So let's go for a, a, more, a more dramatic uh, example here. So let's do, um, let's, let's do this. Uh, we moved over five, okay? We moved, we moved over five feet, but we went up 25 feet, okay? And that's five squared. Okay, five squared is 25. Now, if this had been a linear growth, that was a quadratic growth. A linear growth would have been, we moved over five feet, but we only went up, we only went up five feet. That's a linear growth, okay? And uh, as you can see, for the same amount of distance moved horizontally, in one example, we went up five feet vertically, while in the other example, we went up 25 feet vertically. That's a huge difference. That's a 20-foot difference right there, okay? So that's, uh, that just goes to show how much more you can grow when you're going uh, exponentially. And that, that's even without getting into cubic. So cubic would have been, we go over five feet, we go up 125 feet, okay? Massive, massive difference. Uh, and that becomes that, the, the more you go out, I mean, this, this curve just shoots up, shoots up. Um, so that's what we're talking about here. Obviously, we wanna be shooting up exponentially. Why? Because it's quicker, much quicker. Now, this is very, this is very difficult, very difficult, linear much easier, much easier growth. Um, but why not? I mean, who's to say that we can't grow exponentially? Who's to say that, okay? Um, it's all in your head, right? Um, simple math. So why don't we just, uh, we're growing exponentially is what we're shooting for here. We're growing exponentially. Um, that was just a little bit of math and um, you know, Let's uh, let's get going with the day here. I uh, hope you all are having a great day. I hope you ha keep having a great day. If you're not having a great day so far, I hope you uh, end up having a great day. And um, let's think about exponential growth here. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, let's do that. Um, and have a have a good one. And I will see you soon.